This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. Konnichiwa, bitches. Welcome to an episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Hello. Hello. We have a, an old reoccurring <laughs> guest from back in the day, from the yeah. original Genius Brain, the one that was in my condo. We have Edric, yeah, also known been, as Ed Two. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I know, dude. I haven't seen this dude in <laughs> like five months. Yeah, this just... motherfucker going through a world of depression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been locked up in a cave, you know, so... I'm back out now, ready to embrace the world again. You back out during the worst time, dude. <laughs> know, you can't even like, go. There's nowhere I'm to go ready. back <laughs> Wait, I can't even go out, you know? During COVID and everything, man. Yeah. What you been up to? Uh, it's, it's been crazy, man. It's been crazy. I mean, like most people, just been at home, you know, trying to find things to do because it's like, where else Where else can I go? What else can I do, Dog, you know? I've never seen so many of my like friends from back in the day. Yeah. They, they've been showing these random, what they call hidden talents, which yeah. aren't hidden talents because they're not talents. Right, and sh- right. They should have stayed hidden for the longest time. <laughs> How many of my friends are suddenly rappers? Blow right. my fucking mind. Right, like, hey, Yo, right. I've been working on this project for a hot minute. I'm like, the fuck sit your ass? <laughs> where, the, where the fuck did you come from, dude? Yeah. yeah they're know, like doing these shitty ass fucking rhymes. I'm like, bro, yeah. like you never rap. What do you yeah. mean like this new hot album that you're dropping out of nowhere? <laughs> COVID making people go crazy, dude. Yeah, I think I think it's just kind of like they're taking the moment or the, the situation to yeah. kind of like better them better themselves and uh work on something that's been long neglected because they got the extra time now. Um for me, I just kind of took it as a time to hit my video game backlog, you know? <laughs> like, I, I have people on it. Yeah. Do, you, do you know how much a fucking Nintendo Switch is right now? Yeah, it's fucking crazy, bro. The the the, the full console is like yeah. 600 bucks now. Yeah, because it's selling out. Because Animal Crossing, everybody and their mama's on Animal Crossing. Dude, that shit know? was 300 bucks prior yeah. COVID. Yeah. And then I was looking it up for 600. I was looking it up to buy it for my brother yeah. for, for his birthday. Uh-huh. It just passed. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy uh, birthday, John. But then I saw it 600 bucks and I texted that fool. I was like, hey, I'll get you next time. <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'll get you next time, bro. I was like, hey, I love it comes you. around once a year, right? So we got another opportunity. I, like, I love you, dude, but you ain't six hundred dollars. I love you, though. Yeah, no, I mean, um, the the Animal Crossing phenomenon is like ridiculous right now. You have, know? have you been playing that shit? No, I mean, uh, my girl has it though, so I did uh, create my character through her account, but then she's like, "You're not even playing." So I want you off it. my. <laughs> so she, she wanted me to delete my character so she could have more real estate. Nintendo is so smart because they develop games that everybody can play. Right, right. It's not right. just for the gamer. Yeah, it's not yeah. for the for the fucking Dungeons and Dragon geeks or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's your mom, your yeah. dad, the kid, yeah. the the twenty year old, the businessman can all play it for sure. Animal Crossing kills it, dude. No, for sure. And the thing is, it's like when you look at kind of like uh, the art direction and the aesthetics of the game, it might yeah. look childish. But then the gameplay mechanics, right? That's where it really kicks in for all age groups. Like when you just look at it, you're like, ah, you know, that that looks like it's suited for, yeah. you know, little kids, elementary kids, junior high kids, whatever. You start playing it, you're like, yo, this shit's actually pretty fun. You they know? hit the best time because of COVID and the social distancing yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're socializing through a digital world. Yeah. And they're div- doing all the stuff that they typically probably could do if they were outside. Right. Maybe not fish for fucking great white sharks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fucking hammerheads. Yeah. But they're, they're able to socialize with their friends right. through the game. That they're visiting each other. There's right, islands. Right. That game blew the fuck up. There are certain industries during COVID that yeah. are killing it. Yeah. Number one, uh, PS, fuck you, Bowflex. Bowflex, their dumbbell went from two hundred dollars <laughs> uh-huh. to about five hundred to six hundred bucks. Shit, are you serious? Yeah, they're they're wow. gouging people right now. Wow. You, you, I can't wait till COVID's gone. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking destroy your company, you sons of bitches. Unless I'm gonna you short s- your stock, Bowflex. <laughs> I know. Unless you want to sponsor me and send me one, dude. Yeah. We're, we're on bad terms, dude. I, I try to get a fucking Bowflex dumbbell. Yeah, and you're the you guys are the reasons why I can't have muscles, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean it's crazy. Like the kind of um, behavior. Uh, that this uh, pandemic 
is kind of uh, cultivated. It's, yeah. It's wild, man. It's wild. Like when when it first started breaking out and um, the, the whole thing was toilet papers running out. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like I, I didn't understand that. I was like, all right, we're if if, if we have stay at home or because at the time stay at home orders hadn't kicked in yet. Yeah, and so I'm like, if we're kind of getting to the point where people are gonna have to stay at home, you're gonna fucking have running water still. Yeah, I mean, worst 100%. comes to worst, just fucking wash your. I know it's an inconvenience, people, but you don't have to hoard toilet paper like. It was blowing my mind, you know? Everybody's doing the most Asian shit right now. They don't even know. People used to fucking uh, wonder why we have bidets. They're like, why would you have a bidet? Why do you want fucking water splashed yeah, up yeah, your butthole? Exactly. And now you can't get a bidet anywhere. You can't exactly. get a bidet exactly. fucking anywhere. You fucking bitches, dude. Used to clown on us about the mask. Yeah. And now I see you with masks everywhere yeah, looking for designer exactly. masks and shit. Exactly. You see a uh, fucking Louis Vuitton had like a Louis Vuitton mask and shit? I, I mean, it was just a matter of time. I was uh, Once the masks started selling out, I, I knew for damn sure like, all right, it's going to get to the point where we're going to have designer masks come out. And they're going to charge an arm and a leg. And it's not even going to be uh, a protective mask. It's just going to be a piece of cloth. That's all that it is. Yeah. I had a, um, I was telling people about this too, where uh, when the whole COVID thing happened and it was about two months in. Yeah. And I talked about this on a podcast with my buddy from Sacramento. Mm-hmm. But I had probably three instances where yeah. people treated me like shit yeah. just based on the fact that I was Asian. Yeah. You know, that's never, ever happened to me before. Really? So, no, I uh, I mean, the one time somebody called me a chink was mm-hmm. this fucking, this, this one black girl in my high school. Mm-hmm. But then she got fucking suspended for that shit. Like, mm-hmm. we had like a zero tolerance shit for racism You're in right, school. Right. But uh, I don't know what she was going through, but that shit was hurtful. I didn't know what the fuck she was calling me. She was like, you're fucking, oh. she was like, you're fucking, she called me a gook and a chink. And uh-huh. I was like, the fuck's a gook? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what a gook was. Yeah. I, I learned what a gook was for the first time being called that too. Yeah. I never I heard like, that before. What the fuck? Like, how do you know what soup is called in Korean, dude? <laughs> she called me a gook. But we, uh, when I, you know, South, you know, South Pasadena is super nice. You know, the right, original right. condo that I used to right. live in where we did the, the original genius brain. Yeah. Like K and I, we do like fucking eight mile walks a day. Uh-huh. Like, that's just what we do. Uh-huh. And so we're walking around and then um, we noticed. So there's this joint called La Monarca. Mm-hmm. La Monarca is the, is a, Mexican like coffee shop, right? Okay. They have like conchas, they have like tres leches cakes and all yeah. sort of stuff. Oh, tres and leches cakes. Hella, hella good dude. <laughs> yeah. And so we walk in there and when we were walking in, we kind of noticed this lady with a fat ass mm-hmm. and she uh, <laughs> she had a kid or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. That was partially the reason why we we're walking in there. And so we go in and you notice this lady, she's kind of dressed up very oddly. She has a visor on and everything else like that. And this lady with the fat ass and the kid, mm. the kid kind of gets a little close to the lady because he's looking at some of the cookies yeah. that are displayed. Yeah. And then she freaks out at the kid and she goes, ma'am, you need to control your child and have him step away from me. Uh-huh. You know, you need to have social distancing <laughs> yeah. etiquette. Like yelling at the lady. Yeah. And the lady was very calm about it. She yeah. goes, okay, fine. Yeah. Well, she goes, I'm sorry. And then she takes the kid over and then she looks at some cookies. Yeah. And so, oh, she also mentioned that you need to be mindful of the of the the, the labeling on the floor uh-huh. for the six feet oh, apart the stuff. Distance. Yeah, yeah. Number one, this is when the social distancing just happened. Yeah. I didn't even notice those things right, on the right, floor. Right. And before, they, they weren't there the day before because I was literally in the store yesterday. Yeah. So she gets her cookies and she looks back and the lady's waiting in line and she looks at her and she goes, hey, do you want me to go around you or do you do you, do you you want me to wait for you to go first? And yeah. she goes, ma'am, you need to back away from me. And she's yelling at her again, <laughs> yeah. right? And so, you know, this this seemingly white lady is yeah. yelling at this lady and she has like a, she has like a baby carriage and a stroller and mm-hmm. everything. I'm like, okay, she's being protective of her child or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she just keeps going off on her. She goes, I'm a COVID nurse and I'm dealing with this stuff and you yeah. need to back away from me. Yeah. And so at this point, this lady, lady's getting mad yeah. and she claps back at her. She uh-huh. goes, that's funny because I'm a nurse too. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, nurse on nurse action. <laughs> oh shit. No, nurse on nurse <laughs> action. world star. <laughs> and they start yelling at each other. Yeah. Me and Kay are like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And so at that point, the, they, when they were yelling at each other, it eventually kind of simmered down. Mm-hmm. And the lady who was yelling at the, the lady with the fat ass and the kid, mm. she has to say one more word. And she goes, you're, 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 like, you're acting like such a bitch yeah. in front of her kid. Wow. And then Kay comes in. She go, he goes, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey. He's like, Kids. He's like, there's, there's a kid here. right here. You can't yeah. be calling this lady a B word in front of her kid. Yeah. And I stepped in. I was like, yeah, you fucking bitch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, and she says, shut up, you chinker. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, you can't be cursing in front of this fucking kid, you yeah. fucking cunt. No, but... uh 
I after she does that, she goes, I didn't call her a bitch. I called yeah. her a witch. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Oh, wow. She, like, she no, had the audacity to switch it up like that. Like, no, you didn't, bitch. Yeah. You, you called her a bitch in front of a kid. Yeah. And so after that kind of simmers down and, the, and then the manager's telling everybody to calm down, mm. my order gets called up. I go up and I went to go grab my coffee. And then when I went to grab my coffee, I was like, oh, I got to say something too. And I was like, you know, you're kind of out of line. Yeah. You, know, you shouldn't be cursing at this lady in front of her kid. It was really disrespectful. Right. And she goes, you need to mind your fucking business. And I was like, oh. And then Craig looks at me. He goes, oh, shit. <laughs> but right. prior to the this day before, I, I already yeah. yelled at another bitch for another incident. So uh-huh. I, I kind of already let my steam out. So this one, I just looked at her. I was like, yeah. I don't got to shut the fuck up. Yeah. You can do something about it. Yeah. Right. What are you going to do? Yeah. And so as she's doing that, she goes, you know what? It's. It's like this problem here is because of you people. Oh, and shit. And then I was she like, oh, shit. She called me you people. That was yeah. my first you people. <laughs> oh, I was like, man. damn, dude. And then before I could even say anything, the manager steps in and mm. she goes, excuse me, ma'am, you people. Yeah. That is racist. Yeah. Right. And she goes, I am not being racist. I said, you people as in people who don't social distance. She goes, we know what you mean. And in my mind, I was like, she could have meant that. Yeah. But I did not take it that way. Right. So right. I was like, you people right, right. <laughs> I fucking that shit. yeah and so as that whole situation is happening this is the funniest part the lady the the, the white lady mm. looks at the the manager who's also a white lady or so i thought and she goes i can't be racist she goes because i'm mexican and she goes my name is something something esperanza blah 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 and then she starts speaking in spanish i was like yo i thought this lady was white yeah and then the white man she goes well i'm spanish i'm mexican too and then she starts speaking in spanish <laughs> and they start <laughs> they start yelling at each other in spanish yeah. and i'm like yo what the fuck yeah and then i step in and i'm like i am also spanish <laughs> i'm also mexican i speak yeah. spanish as well yeah and so they start yelling at each other in fucking spanish because yeah. they're both mexican apparently had no fucking idea yeah and the lady of eventually gets kicked out uh-huh. but as she's going out she goes you all of you people are crazy yeah. and i started feeling bad because i was like maybe she's being really protective of her child and i look into the stroller it's yeah. three chihuahuas in there dude oh, <laughs> it's not even a fucking God. baby dude it was one of those the people. weirdest interactions i've ever seen that was the first That's time I, I was ever called you people i yeah. was like damn dude this bitch literally called me you people i've, I've never felt it's what black people go through like goddamn <laughs> and that shit crazy no but the thing is it's like you know, I'm not even Chinese. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking dare you? You're wrong. You're, you're a chink, and you people. Yeah, and it's like she called me a gook. I'm, I'd be a little. I'm like, all right. Yeah, it's like all right. That's that's a little bit more acceptable. Yeah, I guess. you're accurate. Um, no, but the thing is, it's like I think the the situation with the pandemic is really putting people on edge, and and it's like kind of taking the problems that already existed in America and, mm-hmm. and really exaggerating it. You yeah. Know? Um, and it doesn't help when, you know, the leaders of the country uh, are, are saying some things that can come across racist. Oh, for sure. And it's emboldening people who have those thoughts already before it was like, yeah, those are private thoughts. Now it's like, not only are they public thoughts, it's public speech, you know, and and I'm going to make it known that. You fucking chinks yeah. with your China virus, <laughs> and this it's acceptable. Your fault, right? Yeah, it, it's really crazy to see. So it's like, I don't get it, man. It's 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 like, look, man, it's a problem that the world is going through, not mm-hmm. just America. Yeah, you know. It, it, so it's a be, it should be a time where everybody's trying to support each other. Yeah, and and if anything, try to band together. But like the exact opposite is happening. Yeah, um, it, it's it's a really sad to see that. That's kind of what America has always been, you know? It's not it just happened. It's it's that's what America has been. It's a lot of like for my personal experience anyways, and I and I and I do want to mention that this is like three incidences of like 99 or 100 other white people being really nice to me, right? <laughs> okay. So it's just like the bad stuff always sticks out. Yeah, but yeah. Kay and I were also walking one time and we were going on a normal walk. Mm. And this lady, this old white lady, and it's always the fucking old white people because they're from a generation where that shit was acceptable. Right. <laughs> so this lady has a rank. And in my mind, it's pretty funny. I mean, I guess it's pretty bad, but yeah. it's kind of hilarious to yeah. me because she's old. What am I going to do? Slap the fucking gum, like dentures out of her fucking mouth? So... <laughs> This cunt bag. Yeah. She comes out. This dusty ass cunt bag. She has a rake, right? And she's raking up her fucking leaves. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you, he's like, you guys don't have a mask. You need to stay away from me. And she starts doing this with oh, the rake. Shit. And I'm like, oh, she might just, it must be because I don't yeah. have a mask on. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. You know, she's being a little cautious. I'm like, all right, cool. So we keep walking. Yeah. And then, you know, Khalif is right behind me with, with Ray. Yeah. And then Khalif's like, you see that shit? I was like, it's probably because we didn't have the mask. Yeah, I get yeah. that. But, you know, they had masks on. Right. But they said, she kind of said it to them too. And I'm like, 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. This this couple walks by super close to her, way closer than we were. We were like 12 feet away from yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no mask, nothing. And she goes, good morning. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I was pissed. I'm like, this fucking dusty ass, <laughs> motherfucking racist asshole. You know, the thing is, I didn't have any experience like that in terms of um, just kind of like blatant racism. But yeah. I, 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 I did have moments of like, um, being at the store, like at the market, mm-hmm. and then, you know, just uh, non-Asian people, as soon as they see me, just kind of like back in, the, like ha- literally having that kind of jerk back, you know? I'm like, all right, that's strange, you know? And, and, and like, I just want to shit in somebody's mouth so bad. <laughs> I just want to shit on their tonsils, you <laughs> sons of bitches. And then like, you know, the the first time it happened, I just, I, I was just kind of like, that's a little weird. And then, you know, in the in the same like shopping session, it happened about two more times, and I'm like, okay, there's some definitely there. It's yeah. probably because of them kind of having, you know, these ideas of uh, certain ideas. Maybe I don't know if if I'm gonna go as far as saying racist, but it could just be ignorance too. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm this close to just passing out in the middle of a supermarket just to just to scare people. Or just start coughing, yeah. man. Uh, oh no! <laughs> fall over. I'm like, I'm like, okay. Well, it's gonna be oh, like, no, the- I'm Chinese. <laughs> I know. Oh no, I got the China virus, and then fall over and start crawling on my forearms towards them like a fucking yeah. zombie. They're just coughing everywhere. You know what's interesting? You know, because of the whole COVID situation, you heard about like the Ahmad Arbery thing, right? No. So Ahmad Arbery, the kid who got killed uh-huh. out in Georgia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. I guess that happened around the same time that the whole COVID situation yeah. was happening. Yeah. And so his story got completely fucking buried. Yeah. And it started resurging now because of footage and a lot of people being outspoken right, about it. Right. And that whole situation blew my fucking mind because yeah. I didn't hear about any of that yeah. stuff. And usually when it comes to, you know, racial shit happening, yeah, yeah. Spe- specifically with the media and you have phone footage, yeah. that stuff gets blown up like crazy. Right, and it took what from February all the way till what, what's now what May, mm-hmm. February, February till May for people to finally realize like for for it to finally come to surface, and prior to that, if it wasn't for the actual footage being taken like recorded, yeah, I feel like it would have just been slid right under the fucking right, table, right? Like that whole story blows my fucking mind because yeah. did you see the actual video yeah, footage? Yeah, I did. I did. I, I saw the footage of like the truck chasing him, mm-hmm. and you hear the fucking clip load. Yep, and it's like, dude. This guy was just fucking going for a, a jog, jog, man. Yeah. And and like in athletic gear. He yeah, looked like he exactly. was out for a jog. And 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 the guy who who whose footage came to light, you know, it it, it came to light cuz he thought that it was going to help his friends so stupid. you know that right <laughs> yeah. i had no fucking idea yeah. so he thought like well cletus like, yeah let me show y'all a little yeah. something about he a little thought, black boy running around yeah. and we got him and and also he thought it would help his case because um his lawyer was basically saying that he oh, was in the car behind him yeah he, he was <laughs> like, he wasn't doing anything but you clearly hear the gun clip, cock, yeah. yeah and it's like well what were you doing getting your gun ready then Right, you guys were clearly chasing this dude, right, and and basically uh, trying to do something. Uh, I don't know if they were trying to kill him at the at the very least, try to scare him, maybe. Yeah. But it it just escalated like that because the dude probably got frightened too. Like, of course, one hundred percent. I got like four white dudes with guns chasing me. I got to defend myself. That shit was so hard to watch because. When you look at that footage, yeah. and, and I say this not to exaggerate, if I'm pretty sure, obviously everybody has seen this, and the reason why I haven't really talked about it is because uh, I wanted to see some some bullshit come out about this mm-hmm. stuff. Because every time I see this in the media, and everybody has their own opinions about this, but when somebody gets murdered, specifically a person of color, yeah, right? yeah. what I see a lot too is other people looking up dirt on this kid mm-hmm. to see I know, man. what are they I doing. Know. What, are, what the fuck are you yeah. trying to prove? They're like, yeah. okay, well- well, did you know that he used to fucking smoke weed? Who the fuck cares? Yeah, Why exactly. people smoke weed all the time exactly. too? What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Does that mean he's automatically a criminal? Yeah. And I know that sounds really rudimentary, like a very rudimentary argument to say, but if you don't know what that feels like, 
it's it's hard to explain what what how terrible that how terrible that situation is right right, right. so like if you look at that footage and if you haven't seen that footage yet you probably live under a rock and if you do take the time to look at it because i want you to see a video of a kid being hunted down like he was a wild boar right. like i've seen videos of like people in hawaii hunt boar mm-hmm. like in you know yeah, yeah that's what that shit looked like right. it looks like they were right. hunting wild game right and it blew my fucking mind yeah. number one just if you guys look up I, I you know i've been reading up a lot about this uh, you can you can hear the dispatcher call, right? The dispatch, mm-hmm. dispatcher. I don't know if that's the right term, but mm-hmm. the dispatch, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm paraphrasing this, but basically he goes, "I see there's a there's a black man running in the neighborhood," and they go, "Okay, what is he doing?" He goes, "He's running." Is he breaking any laws? Is he doing anything? And he's like, no, I think he robbed the house. Yeah, it, he doesn't really say anything. Yeah. He just gets really silent yeah. because he's not doing anything. He right. goes, well, there's been breakings around the neighborhood. And they're like, okay, but what is he doing? Did he? Did you see him do anything? Yeah. And he just gets de- radio silent right? because he doesn't He doesn't have anything to say. Yeah. And then he decides to take the law into his own hands, which for some fucking reason, that's like a white person thing. You know, um, to put it in perspective, in Sacramento, there was a situation too with another young man who was murdered. Uh, and there was a kid in Sacramento. My best friend told me this in, in uh, Sacramento. They said he said something very profound, and I might be slaughtering this, but he says he said he kind of what he said was you know f- for the white people that are listening to this. This is like in Sacramento City, the capital. Yeah. Um, and he said what it feels like if if you're not a person of color for 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 white people to be a colored person in this country, it feels like I am a guest in my own home. Right. Right. And you guys. Are the house owner right no matter what i do i'm told that i have to be on my best behavior don't put your shoes here don't do this and that yeah and then i have to be on my best behavior when this is my house too right but i feel like that i'm put out as a guest and that's yeah. what it feels like to be a person of color in this country right for, for example it's like how many times have you, have you seen in sacramento where somebody goes out and you see a bunch of kids like black kids they're playing music it's just their music and somebody rolls up to them in a car and says put that music down mm-hmm. why yeah why? Yeah. This is their country too. Yeah. It's just music. Yeah. But because you see these group of black people, mm-hmm. you have to tell them how to behave yeah. within your society because right. this is the proper way to do it because this is how you see fit. Right. And a lot of people may 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 disagree with this. And I'm not like trying to put on white guilt, mm-hmm. but when people talk about white privilege, yeah. Um, the the counterpart to to what people say about that they talk they try to bring in statistics right they right. go well statistically statistically this this and that uh people you know you know black Americans Asian Americans they have this amount of opportunities for jobs this and that mm-hmm. but we're talking about when it comes to white privilege or when I when I feel like that right it's it's that idea that the kid's talking about. It's like feeling like I'm a guest in somebody else's house. Like if I don't behave accordingly, yeah. that I'm not following the rules that that kind of categorizes me as the the right American. Right, right, right. And the person who set those rules are white people. Right. And so we always feel this way. Yeah. Right. It's it's that underlying tone that people don't know that they have. Yeah. It's it's almost like I am the enforcer and it's my job as a person who is not of color to let yeah. you know that this is how you should behave in this country. Right. No, I mean, it, you look at kind of history too, and even kind of the uh, Asian population, Japanese Americans, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they were called the model minorities, but the honorary whites, you yeah. know, you, like you're not, you're not a, just a responsible uh, citizen. You're like us now. Yeah. You're right. responsible yeah. because <laughs> responsibility being an upright citizen is right. something that's an attribute of us. Right. And now you're more like right. us. Right. Right. And so it's it's the the whole irony of it of the whole damn thing man is that we're all visitors here in America. Yeah. It's a land of immigrants. Yeah. We stole this land from Native Americans. Not we, white people did. All right? Yeah. Okay, we did it. We built the railroads here. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we did, you motherfuckers. We laid the infrastructure. Yeah, man. We fucking do your taxes. No, I mean, that's that's the the irony of it all, man, is that it's a land of immigrants, but at some point in history, you know, it just became, yeah, this is our fucking land and you guys are all visiting here, you mm-hmm. know? And it's um, it's crazy to me, man. It's really crazy to me that in 2020, I mean, I don't, I can't throw out a percentage of like what percentage of the country of people actually are like this. But if I had to guess, I would say at least like 20 to 30 percent. Yeah. You know, of I mean, because outside of places like California, you know. Uh, New York, right? Texas. What I mean, some parts of Texas. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, 
you have rural America, you know, yeah. and, and in rural America, uh, again, I don't, I don't know if I could go as far as saying uh, these people are outright racist, but mm -hmm. at the least, ignorance plays a part in in kind of the worldview, you know. Did you see a photo of those motherfuckers too? They look like they fuck each other's cousins yeah. all the time, dude. <laughs> yeah. The dad apparently was a former police officer. Really? Yeah. So the dad was a former police uh -huh. officer, and the reason why the this thing kept on getting pushed further and further was because I I don't want to use the 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 improper term, but basically the people who were supposed to be involved in the case or who were supposed to persecute him or whatever, whether they yeah. be a judge or something else, yeah. they had a personal interest with them because they either worked with him or something else, so they kept on recusing themselves from the from the case mm -hmm. over and over and over and they wouldn't make the arrest mm. so, so that's that's why they, they were so he thought yeah. he was he thought he was fucking judge dread this fucking hillbilly <laughs> you know <laughs> judge he thought he was judge dread <laughs> i am the law I am so he Lord. literally thought he was fucking sylvester stallone yeah. judge dread the yeah. pot-bellied hillbilly and he took matters into his own hand i actually read a, a comment from somebody too which it didn't infuriate me now i think when i was younger if i read a comment like that i would get really upset yeah but it kind of just goes to show how when we see these specific cases instead of looking at the tragedy and looking at how terrible the situation that somebody lost their life yeah we try to justify that person's death by finding bad things about right them. right you disparage their character exactly you know? and so, so what somebody wrote uh on my comment and i blocked this person too just because of how insensitive and stupid this person is and they write it was like, well, he well, he should have been smarter. He shouldn't have went to grab the gun. He would have still been alive. And I'm like, you don't know what it's like to be in that situation. Right. The guy's being hunted. Right. Like, I would freak out. I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. I might have ran. I yeah. might have grabbed for the gun. Yeah. But it's what do you how do you know what it feels like to be hunted down just for jogging? It's a fight or flight uh, exactly. you know, situation don't know. at that point, right? I mean, you're you're gonna react in a way that you usually don't react when your life, when you feel like your life is being threatened. You yeah, because we talk a lot. Listen, I talk a lot of shit too, man. Like when I, when if you put me in a scenario, like if Edric right now asked me, he goes, yo, somebody comes up to you and slaps you in the face, what are you going to do? Most likely I'd say I'd fuck them up. <laughs> but I'm not accounting if this man is like a six foot eight right, fucking right. Armenian bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in that case, bro, go bro, be my guest, bro. Or if he pulls out a gun right after he does it, Exactly. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Then I just yeah. got slapped. Yeah. End of story. Yeah, That's exactly. what it is. That's the whole story. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what happened? What would you do? I would be like, what the fuck? He would slap me and I'd be like, all right. And yeah. I would move on. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what we're like until these situations. Yeah. Like Casey point yeah one time i saw uh <laughs> i was at this jamba juice yeah. in south pasadena and i literally saw somebody get mugged right in front of the jamba juice uh -huh. and in my mind uh -huh. i walked up and i was like hey stop and i stopped this person yeah. right in real life i had my mouth open yeah. and i watched the guy get robbed yeah. and i watched the guy run away <laughs> I thought I stopped in my mind I yeah. assumed that I stopped him but yeah. what happened he just got robbed and yeah. he looked at me he goes what happened I'm like I don't know yeah, what yeah exactly no cuz sometimes it's such a um I guess it's so far from reality of like mm -hmm. everyday things that you see that it, it might kind of stun you too you know and yeah. and almost paralyze you cuz you're just you're trying to um uh, really internalize what it is that you just saw you you're just trying to digest what you saw I think it's quite called um like like normalcy bias or something. It's like something like that mm. where it's when these situations happen that are out of the norm, yeah. your brain tries to process it in the normal stuff that you typically see. Like you don't see that happen yeah. often in front of you. Right, right. So you can't really process it. So yeah. what happens is you sit there with your fucking mouth open waiting for flies to come in. Yeah. And that's what happened to me. Yeah. I saw that dude get mugged yeah. and I didn't know what was going on or what was happening. Yeah. So, you know, we even hear about that in uh, certain like psychological findings where they, was it the bystander effect mm -hmm. where somebody was getting murdered in yeah. the alleyway yeah. and everybody expected somebody else to call the police right, so right. nobody did anything right right so there's a lot of these random assumptions and you don't really know to say to say that Ahmad shouldn't have jumped for the gun it's like you don't know what it's like to be in that situation mm -hmm. i think the point of the story is and when you look at this and, and you could go ahead and be an inquisitive person and try to find the facts of what actually happened yeah but you know to to sit there and try to find facts and disparage this character of this human being who just lost his life when you look at the footage he was literally just jogging and let's just say let's just say he was on and they later on cnn i was reading an article um the neighbor released the footage of people who came to that house mm -hmm. i guess ahmad once looked into the the they walked in towards the house whatever he didn't walk in the house yeah. but was looking at the construction site yeah but so were children yeah so were other people there was yeah. like 11 or 12 people yeah and that was it yeah so there was no reason for anybody to think that he was the one that was out there like breaking into a house he wasn't right then what about the other 11 people or the children maybe he should have shot that fucking little kid that little five-year-old that came into the house <laughs> right murder that child too then yeah. i don't know yeah but 
you know, they, they, they try to find stuff to kind of justify their hate. And that's the problem that I have. It's a huge issue that I have with it. Oh, for sure. For sure, man. I mean, it's like, it's, if it's not already bad enough that, you know, a human being has lost their life, like you said, they trying to find reasons and throwing against the wall to see what sticks. Yeah. Of like, yeah, it was justified though. You mm-hmm. know, this guy deserved to die, right? Yeah. For, for these reasons. And usually those reasons are just, it's like, what do you? What the fuck are you talking about, man? How come y'all can't just mind your fucking business too? Why is it so hard to mind your business? Let me tell you something. Mind your business is one of the best things you could ever do in your life. Yeah. It makes it makes life so much easier. I've like I said, I saw somebody get robbed at Jamba Juice, and I said, "Mind your business, David." <laughs> get your smoothie and just walk away. Mind your business, David. And look at that. I didn't get my shit checked. No, I mean, it, I, I just don't understand like where this deep rooted hate for a group of people stems from like that I, I i just don't get that man yeah i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of weird i i i really wish i i wanted to talk to people about this too especially people in other countries right because yeah. there's there's uh there's like people who immigrated from africa to other countries too i wonder if they have that same level of disdain towards, you know, for us African-Americans as they do in their countries, right? Yeah. Whatever, Afro-Europeans or whatever. Right. I wonder, uh, because the African-American situation is way different, right? Because from us, we started from slavery. Yeah. Right? They were literally considered less than human beings. Yeah. And then through the Civil War, they gained their rights. Yeah. And then after that, there's this whole... And, and there's this whole other talk too about like systematic oppression, how no matter how many times like somebody of like African African American descent tries to come up, there's always something set in place to push them down, and they just have to work that much harder to be in a place of success. Yeah. Right. So our our country is rooted in 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 a lot of evil shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For sure. And it's just you know healing from that and moving past that. I think it takes a lot more than than we think it does. Right. It's yeah. it's easy just to say as an individual like okay, well I'm not racist. Which is fine, mm-hmm. right? I think that we are we should only to a certain extent be held accountable for the stuff that we do. Yeah. But to deny that some that this country feels a certain way about people of color is also not doing anybody uh, anything good either. Right. So, right. You know, it's 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 hard because like I I don't like white guilt. Mm-hmm. I think white guilt's a little odd. It, yeah. I understand it. I think it's great to understand what happens and the privilege that you get from being a white American, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. But I think I, I get really weirded out sometimes when they they really want to let you know how guilty they are. <laughs> you know, like, hey man, dude, I bought a bottle of kimchi today, and whoa, I eat that shit every day. Probiotics. Oh my God. That's my life. Yeah. I love Korean barbecue, by the way. You yeah. Know? It's like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. No, it's it, who doesn't like meat and vegetables? Right. Though? Exactly. Exactly. I, I always find the little annoying when. Um, yeah, I get told that. It's like, oh, you're Korean? I love Korean barbecue. Yeah. It's like, why Why did you find the need to, to you know, express that to yeah, me? Yeah, it's like, what like, the fu- oh, why? I love Stouffer's uh, stovetop stuffing. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking amazing. It's the best thing I, I've ever had in my life. Yeah. I hydrate it with water and I bake it inside a turkey yeah. butt. It's great. It's, it's the best. It's fucking uh, delicious. No, but yeah, it's a, I don't know, man. I, I, I just don't know, like, why that, that kind of hate has, has, uh, endeared so long right yeah. for these group of people um but you know it just kind of uh goes to like the argument of gun violence too right mm-hmm. it is like should we have more guns in this country or should we have less guns in this country and that's that's really a big issue and also mm-hmm. let me say where is the nra when when you know about this issue Right when when a black man is murdered, yeah. where's the NRA about? You know, maybe they, they they did say something. I didn't even really look into that. I, I, it's funny you mentioned that whole gun issue thing where mm-hmm. uh, I was talking about um, with a friend of mine. You know her, but she. Uh, I was talking about how I I, I want a gun again, mm-hmm. right? So the last time I had a gun, it was a legal gun. And yeah. I got it from one of the homies. Yeah, but I never owned a, a, a legal firearm. Right, right. Which I'm an adult now. I'm not going to get a fucking illegal firearm. Yeah. Um, and uh, she was like, I can't believe you're going to get a gun. And I'm like, why, 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 why can't you believe that shit? And she goes, well, what do you, you could seriously take the life of somebody. I was mm-hmm. like, if they enter my home and they're trying to fucking kill me, yeah. I kill them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I kill them yeah. like I'm a North Korean dictator. <laughs> I would fucking blast them on sight. Yeah. Of course I would. And she goes, I can't believe you would do that. She goes, you don't need a gun. And I was like, and you know, kind of what I, what I said to her was like, that's so interesting. I was like, but you have to realize how you grew up and how I grew up too. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, 
always grew up in a very, very, like you're a rich person. Yeah. You had money growing right, up. You, right. you never lived in a neighborhood where these things don't happen. Even now, though, the neighborhood I live in is a little nicer. It's still like on the border of ghetto and not, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. there was a robbery that happened right around the fucking corner. Yeah. Somebody got, um, it's uh, shot up. Like Highland Park is right around the corner. Right. Somebody got shot up recently over there. Yeah. Like these things do happen. We can't deny that break-ins don't happen. Other people do have guns. I'm not saying I'm going to walk around and shoot people right, with it. Right, right, right. But I do enjoy the fact that I do feel more protected if I do have a firearm on me. Mm-hmm. But in her in her world, because she doesn't live in that, she never has. Mm-hmm. The concept that somebody can rob you and yeah. like take your shit, yeah. it's – though she understands it, she doesn't understand it to like uh, – like, a molecular right, level. Right, 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 right. Because it's not. It was never a real situation for her. It's yeah. just a hypothetical. She's you know? never had. Yeah. A, like, I don't even people understand. Like, you have any idea how frightening it is to have a gun pointed at you? It's like the most scariest fucking feeling on earth. I've right. had a gun pointed at me twice in my life, and the last time I did, I almost shit myself. Like, I literally <laughs> a little shit came out, yeah. dude. I, I and this was when I was eighteen. That's the last time I had a gun pointed at me. Yeah, and that shit fucking scared me. Yeah, and through whatever grace of God, I didn't fucking die. Thank yeah. fucking God. Yeah, but that fear has always stuck with me. It's like, oh shit, yeah. I could have fucking die right and i guess like the counter argument to that is like well because guns are legal he had a gun at you motherfucker that guy's gun wasn't legal no (laughs) exactly all right the 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 fucking uh norteño's gun was not legal (laughs) all right (laughs) that shit was not legal whatsoever you know no no for sure i mean like if if that situation has never been real to somebody it's it's hard to wrap their head around that you know of why you would need a gun why would you possibly need a gun right Mm -hmm. Because you, I live in a nice gated neighborhood, and I don't ever see a reason why a gun would be needed. Yeah, I have security just call guards patrolling twenty four seven. Yeah, then if that's the case, you probably don't need one, you know. But people who have or different upbringings, came from different bra- backgrounds and different experiences, uh, they might beg to differ. You know, yeah. they they might feel a certain type of uh, security with a firearm. You know, you know what the the like the Ahmad Arbery case too. Like I, I, I kind of wrote this on a post too, where I, I was kind of putting in a perspective of, you know, because of the whole COVID thing, we'd be seeing a lot of these videos of yeah. like people fucking up, like a lot of older Asian people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even some oh, younger Asian people. It's it's really man, hard to watch, right? Yeah, it is, dude. Because we we picture our parents in those situations. Exactly, man. It's so infuriating when and I you see don't see these like videos that, of it happening to like strong, able-bodied adults, right? Right. right. It's these, older women and that's the part that really pisses me off it's like you should pick on somebody you should do that to a fucking asian boy right right <laughs> I mean, you should do it to one of them right or like right. he's like hop singer watching cats right. like, let's, let's see you do it to that right, right. but you're not gonna fucking do it because right. you get fucking like clapped on site right that's it yeah but you know the the thing that i wanted other people to kind of take away from that too and i think i i also read a lot of comments too where people kind of they kind of they also Asian people sometimes don't understand what other cultures go through because you know we have our own shit that we're yeah, going through yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. But for anybody who's been called like you people or you've experienced these moments of racism that's been happening, you know it's it sucks for us too. It's yeah, really bad. Yeah. But that's just kind of like a glimpse of what Black Americans go through. Right. 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 Like it's it's just to put it in perspective. So I, I think it's it's a learning lesson too. And the only positive thing that I could think of that is like now we have a group of people who never felt that empathy. If you if you're crying out for justice for uh, for your race and your culture, um you doing it for another person's culture also speaks for yours too now. Right, right. So like for me, I'm like, hey, remember that time where you said that, you know, that that young black man, what the fuck was he doing? I was like, what was that Asian doing the Asian lady doing out there mm-hmm. when she was just at that bus stop? Right. Are you are you gonna find some some terrible or disparaging facts about that person to justify why she got kicked in the face? <laughs> right. You're not gonna do that, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's just to go and show you how different it is sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. No, for sure, for sure. I mean, the thing is it's like in a in a perfect world, we'll have justice, you know, and we'll have equal justice, biblical right? justice, fair dude. justice. <laughs> <laughs> People getting stoned to death, stoned to death, straight up, dude, Jesus style, dude. Yeah. God is grace and also pain. I mean, but you know, the thing is, like, we don't live in a perfect world, and unfortunately, we don't have that. I guess that type of justice that yeah. we might want for for some of these cases. And it's like, at the very least, you might, I mean, at least technology is there to kind of bring it to the forefront, make it a little bit more visible, put it in people's faces, have people at the very least talk about it too, 
you know, have a conversation because that's where it starts from, right? You got to start having a conversation about these issues. Easier to not even think about it when you're not even aware that these issues exist, right? But you bring it to the forefront, put it in people's faces, people sharing it on social media. And I guess that's one good thing in social media. I mean, for for the most part, I really dislike social media, especially more so during the pandemic. Yeah. But it's also good for those type of cases, you know, to, to bring like social justice issues uh, to the forefront and have people talk about it, especially young people in in the country, in the world, right? And, you know, honestly, like we have these uh, first world problems here in America. I mean, I'm not talking about like the deaths of minorities and and Mm -hmm. categorizing that as a first world problem. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm saying, you know, more trivial stuff, Mm -hmm. right? And then you look at the, some of the other, uh, countries in the world and the stuff that they're going through and you're like man we're complaining about not being able to get a haircut right now. I know. <laughs> it's like kids are fearing for their life yo man dave Chappelle said this shit the best right he mm-hmm. says like people have some of the most brittle spirits in this country right they're so <laughs> fucking <laughs> brittle sure, man, man. <laughs> and I, i'm not saying that dave Chappelle's also talking about me sometimes i'm brittle as fuck right, too right right you know I, I trust me i'm i'm with everybody when i get sometimes i get irritated where i you know when uh when this whole shit started happening and then I started reading posts yeah. about like, yo, if you if you was talking about uh, the reason why you couldn't go out there and do this is because you didn't have time and you're not honing your craft during quarantine, then you was nev- you never wanted it in the first place. I'm like, man, shut the fuck up, bitch. How about that? <laughs> yeah. I ain't got to do shit. I'm jacking off watching all the porn I haven't been able to watch for ages, man. It's like out his free time, man. Two hands. I'm going to fucking yeah, Don't tell me I'm supposed to spend my fucking quarantine. Like, I get it. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's weird sometimes when we, we complain about all these, like, small little things. Like, I just, like, I have these moments now, like, because of quarantine where I sit yeah. and I'm, I'm very grateful for the things that I have. Like, yeah, I have yeah. a fucking car. Yeah. Even, like, something small like that. And it's, to, to put it in a perspective, once again, not, not to bring money up in this all the time, but, you know, for people who grew up with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And I tend to get along with people who didn't grow up with a lot of shit. Right, Just because right, right. we kind of have a similar foundation. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to explain to people how to be grateful for things that you didn't have growing up. Yeah. It's a different fucking no, feeling. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's why for me, it's easier for me, to, like, during this time... To really appreciate what I have. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Like, what makes me feel fulfilled and happy is, like, filling up uh, my car, having a full tank of gas. <laughs> no! Having, a, having groceries in my fridge. Yeah. That, that re- genuinely makes me feel, like, fulfilled and happy. Yeah. And it's because growing up, I wasn't able to just get whatever I wanted. I yeah. can't just, oh, I want some fucking Lunchables. Let me throw that <laughs> in the cart, mom. Oh, I want some Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Let me throw... No, it's like, all right, you could pick one, you know, out of a hundred. Dude, a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. They, they don't they don't get that type of struggle. Right? Yeah, yeah. And for us it was a rate everyday occurrence, so it doesn't seem like a much much of a struggle to us as a kid because our parents never had to make us feel that we were less because we didn't have much. Right, right, right. right. And I think that's the, the the great thing that a lot of like good parents do mm-hmm. that no matter how poor you are, you make sure that your kids never feel poor. Yeah, yeah. Right? They exactly. let you know that you're poor, yeah. but they don't they make sure that you know that you should be grateful for everything that Rich you have. Love guys, yeah, <laughs> right. Because yeah. I remember when we went to the grocery store. It's like I yeah. want this and that. It's yeah. like you get one, maybe, yeah, depending exactly. on how you behave. How right? were your grades last, you know, quarter or you know, exactly? <laughs> it's like you get all A's. A part of it was because we were assholes. The other part was because they couldn't afford it, and they're yeah. making excuses. <laughs> they're making fucking exactly, excuses. Yeah. So when I have a car, yeah. like even today, I was sitting like when you before you came here, I was sitting in the trunk, and I was like, "This is nice." Yeah, like, I get to sit in the fucking trunk of my car, yeah. and chill. Right, this right. feels fucking right. good. Yeah, and that. That, that food thing, right? So people people don't understand the luxury of even having the option of choosing different types of food a day. When I was a kid, man, every Sunday my mom made a big pot of something. Yeah. And that's and that's for five oh, or six okay. days. And then I had to do something with that leftover and make yeah. something new out of it. Right. So if my mom made kimchi jjigae, yeah. kimchi jjigae six <laughs> nights in a row, baby. I guess I'm going to try some kimchi jjigae sandwich. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, had, I, had, I had kimchi jjigae. I threw ramen, ramen in there. Yeah. Right. And then with the kimchi jjigae, I made pop. And yeah. then sometimes I made like fried rice with it. And yeah. I just had hella different iterations yeah, of it. Yeah. But that was like the main dish and then we did what we could with it. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, like you said, man, people don't get it if they haven't been in that situation. What mm-hmm. that, where that stems from, you know? And, and it's like, it's like, look, I'm not saying you have to adopt my mindset or, or trying mm-hmm. to um, 
be like me, but understand where it's coming from. Like yeah. these, this is the way I grew up. Yeah, and it's shaped me as a as a person and as an adult. You know, um, it's not to knock other people of like. But I'm not gonna lie, man. Sometimes I'm like the shit that people are complaining about. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, like, I don't hear that shit. Yeah, do you have a roof over your head? Do you have clothes on your back? Do you got food in your fridge? You have a job. And be fucking thankful. Exactly. Yeah. Be fucking thankful, man. Because yeah. right now, what I think, fifteen uh, percent of America are unemployed right now. Yeah, it's you pretty know, it's, fucking it's gonna bad, go up man. to twenty percent. I don't know. Um, yeah, and like a lot of people don't have fucking jobs right now. And you know yeah. what? I don't have anybody in my inner circle where um, any anybody uh, got the virus, but I do know people in my inner circle where the pandemic has affected them in terms of losing their jobs, things like that, right? Yeah, a buddy of mine, uh, AJ Raphael, his mm-hmm. cousin and his uncle both passed away from COVID. Holy shit. Yeah, so it was father and daughter passed away from COVID. That's crazy. You know, with, with, with the whole COVID situation too, there's, yeah. you know, there's a lot of data coming out about how... I guess it's not as crazy as thought as mm-hmm. they thought it would be, right? Mm-hmm. Because they said that half of California will be affected with COVID and yeah, all yeah, this other yeah. stuff. So these stats aren't true anymore. Yeah. And I understand that we're trying to find a great balance and a medium to make this thing work. Do I agree with Governor what, Newsom yeah, that, government, that, government that, that we should be quarantined till August? Absolutely not because people are they're, – okay, they're – yeah, there's people who have passed away. Obviously, the percentage is really fucking small. Mm-hmm. But also, too, there's also people suffering – from losing their jobs, yeah. not having to be able to make ends meet, not being able to pay rent. Yeah. So there, you can't go an extreme here and extreme here and expect people to be happy. Yeah. There has to be something like, you know, when they talk about opening up in phases, they didn't do a good job or he didn't do a good job by saying, hey, by the way, three months, you're fucked. Yeah. He should have done it in phases saying like, hey, b- instead of saying that, he goes, hey, we're actually going into phase one this week and then this month and then the next month we'll be going into phase two or mm-hmm. something like that. Rather mm-hmm. than just, just telling people, hey, uh, three months you're fucked. Yeah. It was a very, very poor plan yeah, to tell yeah. people in LA that. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's like, it's such a complicated thing because first of all, we weren't ready for it. Yeah. You know, uh, people at the top didn't prepare for it as uh, as well as they could have, especially considering that we had about two months seeing what was going on in other parts of the world mm-hmm. to, to start preparing for it. And so from that standpoint, I can understand like uh, these people are trying their best in a sense to figure out. Because they don't know what they're doing. Right, either. exactly. None of us know. Nobody what knows yeah. what the fuck. Like this is brand new territory. And, and it's like it's such a complicated issue because on one end like you said people are dying people are getting sick on the other end people are losing their jobs and they're willing to even risk getting sick and risk dying to stay working right because yeah. they got to provide for themselves and or their families right yeah they got to eat they got to pay rent all of that and then so like considering the fact that the average american in this country is in debt what ten thousand dollars i think that's the average statistic right um tight yeah, yeah. Ima- imagine being behind three months, and so, all right. First of all, you don't even have savings, right? Yeah. And you're on, you're in debt on top of that, right? So even with this stimulus stuff going on, you get a twelve hundred dollar check. What the fuck is that going to buy you? Yeah, you know, it's going to pay for what your rent. Yeah, and how's it? What's it going to do for you? Yeah. Right. I, and and I'm and I'm speaking for the people who really literally live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of people like that. By yeah, the way. no, I, I think a majority, most of America's majority. like that. Most <laughs> yeah. of America's like that. Over fifty percent, I would assume, is like yeah. that. And so, you know, we started this conversation on a race issue, and 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 um, how I was saying that this pandemic kind of exaggerated that, put it under a magnifying glass. Mm-hmm. But all the kind of the woes of America have been put under a magnifying glass yeah. because of this pandemic, mm-hmm. right? And so like all the debt that this country has, the average citizen has in this country, uh, minimum wage not being enough mm-hmm. uh, to maintain basic quality of life, right? Now, yeah, it's like three months without a paycheck. What the fuck are they going to do, right? Yeah. N- not only the fact that if they come back three months behind, they're in a deeper hole than they were before. Yeah. But the company or or the person that they were working for, if their business even survived in that three months, because mm-hmm. that business could easily close down yeah. without having revenue for three months and just having money going out, right? Here's here's the interesting too, thing too, where people kind of 
you know, people are making comparisons uh, to how the United States handled this. Yeah. And, you know, they're making other comparisons to like Sweden, mm-hmm. to Korea, Japan, and all yeah. that other stuff. Yeah. Um, just from what I've read, though, if, if we if we want results like Korea, mm-hmm. you we're, we're with the loose and very lax way that America has been mm-hmm. with the whole COVID pandemic thing. Yeah. And even with how relaxed they are with with the with with most people with with what whoa, most whoa, with, you are right there, you're with, a seizure with, 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 <laughs> with what most people think are just really strict rules here. Yeah. It's not even com- comparatively you have yeah. any idea how lax our laws are compared to how it is like in Korea. Yeah. So somebody was making a comparison that I was having a conversation with. He mm-hmm. goes, "Well, look at Korea. They did it in like 2 months." I was yeah. like, "Do you know how they did it though?" You guys are complaining right now in the states when we're just not we're not allowed to go to beaches and parks. Mm-hmm. Like legit, if you walk, if you even have COVID, by the way, if you you have like basically a tracer in your phone, you're supposed to pick up the phone like two to three times a day. If you don't pick up a phone two to three times a day, a government agent 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 goes to your house, <laughs> right? So yeah. you have a legit tracer on you. Right. They do multiple tests on you. They check check to see if you're okay. They see where you're at and they make sure that you're quarantined inside your house. Mm. Period. End of story. You want to mm. go outside to get some cigarettes, whatever. Uh, even if you're asymptomatic, yeah. you're not going fucking anywhere. <laughs> right. That's the stuff that they did to yeah. make sure that they had the whole COVID situation yeah. uh, in check. Yeah. Now, if you're willing to do that too, as an American, you're willing to do that for about two months, which by the way, people were freaking out at the month mark. Yeah. And even when the government said you're not supposed to do this and that, we did it anyways. And the, and what happened? Yeah. We didn't, we didn't get a tracer on our phone. We didn't yeah. have like a fucking ankle lock yeah. or anything else like yeah. that. And those are the things that you have to forego in order to get it in check like that. Yeah. But with the brittle American spirit, even when we had this simple lockdown, right? In the first two, three weeks, a month, they lost their fucking minds. (laughs) I guarantee you, you guys talk really big. But if, if if the government said, hey, we need to have access to your phone and we need to have a tracer on it to make sure that you don't go anywhere and the government's gonna call you two to three times a day to make sure that you stay in your house, you're not gonna be like, okay. So let's be realistic here, right? <laughs> Which is so ironic because it's like, man, all these fucking people on TikTok, do you guys know what type of information you're giving away? Look into that. Oh, when I saw I, that, Oh yeah. <laughs> what it what I I vaguely looked into Dude, that, but I heard it's a lot. It's All right, first of all, I deleted all, my TikTok immediately. Yeah, it's it's a it's a Chinese owned app. And they're basically the collecting the original virus. Yeah, no, no, I mean they're collecting every bit of information on you. People don't know that though, because you guys are motherfucking, uh, you know, Insta famous hungry, you know, yeah. and, and, and TikTok famous hungry. Man, the amount of information that people willingly give away without even fucking knowing with the apps that they have, right? But then as soon as uh, they feel like, oh, this is infringing on my rights, right? The whole Up Facebook in arms, thing. right? Yeah. And, and it's it, it's just uh, the nature of America, man. It's like first world problems. You, you know, know, TikTok's a very interesting app. And what I learned specifically from my buddy David, he has an app that he's putting out called Taco App. That's mm-hmm. supposed to his his David Choi. So David Choi's okay. main thing about Taco App is that he wants to allow creators to take part in the the money making. Oh, okay. I think I think I saw a Facebook post about that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know. David really, you know, for him starting off as a creator, he he started to realize like, yo, these companies are making a shit ton of money. Yeah. Specifically companies like YouTube and they do like Google AdSense where you get this minimum amount of share. And there's even companies like TikTok, mm-hmm. which I do believe for if you know, there that platform is made for people to expand their business. If you're getting something out of it, that's cool. Depending on like the information that you're giving out, which I don't really know too much about it. Yeah. But TikTok they were like, I forgot how many billions of dollars they made in their first like fiscal year. Yeah. And then creators made Zero. Yeah. You know, I mean, zero fucking dollars, billions of dollars, and then you made zero dollars of it just because you wanted to be known for the guy who did really fast uh, burger recipes on TikTok. And I, I, I don't even, I don't even know how TikTok, uh, kind of shot up to the the level it's at right now because I remember when the app first came out, I was like, what the fuck is this thing supposed to be? I don't, I don't understand what the purpose of this thing is. Um, it, it was like for, I think it popped off because of dancers. Wow. Okay. It, it was it was made for it's TikTok. The reason why TikTok does so well is yeah. because it's a creator platform that doesn't re- rely on you being an actual creator. Mm. So they have 
stuff in there to allow you to create viral con- viral content without yeah. you having to know how to do Photoshop or or um, uh, like Adobe Premiere or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. All that stuff is already integrated and built out in there, mm. and they already have popular trending stuff for you to follow. So they encourage that shit. Mm. So for you to pop off on TikTok is way easier. Yeah. The only difference is with the TikTok app is that you can't even let's say one video pops off your next. It's not guaranteed that your next video will get similar views mm. because they just see that one video yeah, and they yeah. move on. They're not going to really follow you yeah. or or wait for you to put another video except yeah. for a few people who are already Insta-famous, you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, um, at the end of the day, whatever you want to call TikTok, it's a data miner, you know? Yeah. It's a data miner masked as a, a social platform, right? They get everything, huh? Everything, man. And, and the thing is, data is king, man. Data is power, right? And so the, the Chinese government is collecting all of this shit on American citizens, mm-hmm. right? And what they can do with that data is very powerful because they're they're, they're able to track your interests, they're able to track your movement, so yeah. they're able to predict behavior. Uh-huh. Why do you think Amazon is at the level that they are now? Because they collected data. These That's... motherfuckers have taken so much money from me in the last fucking three months. <laughs> you have they no know, idea, man. dog. Yo, just speaking of that shit, you have any idea how many times I bookmark shit on Instagram? With those ads, uh-huh. they know everything I they like. Do, it's it's listening. fucking. They're listening, they're dude. Fucking listening, Dog, man. I said I said waist trainer once. Yeah, right. I yeah. had six waist trainer exactly, ads pop up. Exactly, bro. What the fuck do I need a waist exactly. trainer for, you sons of bitches? Exactly. And, and and that's what I'm saying is that you are willingly giving bad. away this information. You you're you're allowing the permissions. Those permissions that you don't read, right? It's more um, of a case on iOS because on Android, you at least see. The list of permissions you have to allow on iOS, the app store, you already agree to it. You know? I almost bought a Serbian knife yesterday. <laughs> what the fuck is a Serbian a knife? A Serbian chef knife is like a cleaver. <laughs> it's like a cleaver and a knife. Uh, and then it was on sale for $79. And I was like, bro, I could use a Serbian knife. Dude. And then I and then Mario was like, you have eight knives. <laughs> What the fuck do you need a Serbian knife for? I was like, oh, you're right. And I was like, yo, Instagram almost got my ass. I almost bought a Serbian knife. Yeah. And I almost bought a portable fireplace, which I have no place to put. Yeah. And then um, I actually bought three boots, which it was actually a good investment. I've been looking for some good boots. Mm -hmm. But it's this this company that I bought from an Instagram ad because I've mentioned before verbally – they're listening for sure. No, dude, I've had many cases where I've said something verbally, not – searched in it uh, through my phone at all and yeah. it pops up in your right. instagram it man, does dude. yeah yeah it does million um, dollars million dollars million dollars million dollars <laughs> million dollars million dollars in my venmo account winning lotto winning lotto winning lotto please no, but that's it's it's crazy man like um I, I i watched a documentary recently it's called the uh the rise and reign of jeff bezos right it's <sighs> a it's a documentary on instagram by i think by pbs Anybody interested in that type of subject matter, you guys should check it out. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 something that um, I've known about data collecting for a long time, of how powerful data is. I just didn't realize to the extent that like Amazon, uh, how much data they collected on customers. Huh. And uh, one of their executives were saying like, once Amazon started to really take shape, like once it started moving beyond books, how surprised he was um, at how predictable consumers are, you know, based on the, the data that they were collecting. Really? Yeah. And oh, so, I'm one of those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, that's why they're able to sell you on this shit, man, because they already know what your interests are. Like, that's the that's the point we're at now, where we've just become predictable to an algorithm, mm-hmm. and the algorithm just keeps on getting fed information. Alexa, right? It's a listening device. It's not a fucking personal assistant. This thing is listening to you, right? And and like that's why ex uh, Amazon executives are talking about. Yeah, I turn Alexa off when I need to have important conversations or conversations that I want to keep private. I stopped using my Alexa, <laughs> but I use a Google Home though. <laughs> Same shit though. Okay, my bad. Google. Right? <laughs> hey, Google was the original data miner, right? Yeah. They're the original data collectors. Oops. That's how they're able to predict your searches. Oh yeah, but Google Home helps me wake up. Oh, in the for morning. sure. I mean, I look. love this shit. The thing I use for the Google Home all the time is Google. Hey Google, play the play the sound of a beautiful rainforest. <laughs> That's what I do every night. Or play the sound of a of a rolling fire, yeah. and I do have to go to sleep. <laughs> 
No, but like, listen, I, don't get me wrong, man. A lot of these things, a lot of this technology does make life a lot more convenient for people. But the point I'm making is just know what you're signing up for, yeah. right? It's like, don't get so mad about uh, when when you have to share your data knowingly when you're unknowingly doing you're already it already. Doing it. It's yeah. like on, on so many different apps and, and things that you use now, on a daily basis. The dumbest fucking shit that I saw was on Facebook when people were like, I hereby declare uh, fucking uh, Facebook is not allowed to use my private information, blah, blah, blah. Too late, bitch. It's too late. And first of all, who the that, f- no, that 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 was like, like a, a hoax, right? AOL chainmail type shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, I, I was like, first no. of all, you fucks. Number one, yeah. How who do you think you are? <laughs> you are not that important. I'm pretty sure Facebook has collected your data. They printed it out on pieces of papers and they burned it. Yeah. Because that's how useless you are, dude. There are people too who who are so fucking broke. They they would go to the liquor store and they would hide their ATM number. I'm like, listen, I don't want the 12 Skittles in your bank account. You broke bitch. Don't, don't. What ATM number are you hiding for, dog? Yeah, like, you don't, yeah. who's, do you have Harry Potter's fucking safe? Yeah. Like, the code to his safe? You fucking bitch. You ain't got that type of money. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's so dumb. But, you know, when people were putting that shit up, I was like, dog, know who you are as a person. Yeah. Nothing you say is yeah. ever important. And the government, yeah. if they're listening to you, they probably already shot themselves in the face because I've done that. But that's that's kind of like the age that we live in too, man. The information age. No, misinformation age uh, to be more accurate because like people just think, oh, it's written. It mm. must be true. Right? Because – Look, man, we grew up in a time where if we saw something that was written, mm-hmm. very, very high chance that it's true. Because yeah. most likely it's like an ed- editorial piece or it's in a you know magazine or you know there there would be opinion pieces too. But nowadays it's like anybody could create a site to look legitimate, right? And then people share these articles, people share these uh, pieces, and it's like sometimes I've been told so many times you have no yeah, idea. Yeah, they people don't do like the most basic form of due diligence. Like I, it, the craziest shit to me is like when people share these articles and and then pass it off as fact. When you fucking click the article itself and go down, scroll to the bottom, it says we are. Um, uh, what do you call that? A parody. Yeah, a parody uh, site, right? Yeah. Parody news site, like the Onion or some shit. Yeah, yeah like something like the Onion, right? I'm like, dude, it literally would have taken you two, three seconds to, to fact check this, mm. right? To, to, to see that this is not true. But so much misinformation gets spread now. It's because it's about being first, you know? That's the crazy shit. It's, I don't give a fuck about being first. I give a fuck about being right, you the, know? <laughs> no, nah, look at YouTube, man. The, one of the top comments that's been going on for the past 12 years since YouTube has been around is mm-hmm. first. Yeah. First. Yeah, people love being first than rather being right. And I get I get it to a certain extent. You know, certain people like if, if we're making jokes about stuff, it's it's kind of like formed around satire mm. and and hypotheses, right? So you're 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 making just hypotheticals. Yeah, yeah. Which is fun to play around with. Right, but right. when you put things out as facts, you know, people get hyped up and they ca- get caught up in mm. things without knowing the situation. Yeah, uh, that's the stuff that I even I fall in for, right? But now yeah. I'm getting a little smarter about it because, like, even talking about like the Ahmad Arbery case, right? People mm-hmm. are saying like, "Yo, you should do this stuff right now," and I'm like, "Hold on, I gotta sit and think about this first, right, right?" Because it's not it's not so easy for me to go ahead and bring it up on a podcast and just talk about yeah. it because number one, I'm already emotionally invested and I'm already yeah. riled up, yeah. So. I have to really sit down and think about these thoughts. Yeah. Think about what happened. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not looking to to vilify this kid first to find out facts. I could give a fuck less if this kid smoked weed. Yeah. I don't know. F- got into fucking fist fights in high yeah. school or whatever. That doesn't matter. This kid was just jogging. He got killed. Didn't matter about his his personal past or whatnot. Right. At that very fucking moment, he was killed because he was a black kid running in a neighborhood. That's it. Period. In the story. I don't want to hear shit. Right. So I, I just made it a, a point not to just jump on it because I've have fallen into that habit of just wanting to you know, grab sensational topics and just talk about it first. Emotional responses, right? Yeah. Yeah, You know, I get caught up in that shit. When I saw that video of that, of that Asian lady getting kicked in the fucking face, I wanted to say some shit about that stuff. For sure. For sure. That, that, that infuriated me so much, man. I mean, both videos. Yeah. Yeah. Both videos. Right. And it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to, to, yeah, kind of get caught up in it emotionally, uh, for sure. Not, not to say that it's wrong to have an emotional response. You should mm-hmm. have an emotional response to that type of thing. That's another fellow human being who's suffering, you know, inju- an injustice, right? But if you're gonna, like somebody like you who actually has a platform where a lot of people follow you I'd too, be careful right? That exactly. Man. You, yeah. you got to take the time to really digest it. And, and figure out what it is that you want to say and how you want to approach it, right? So, 
you know, it's a, it's it's that instant gratification uh, kind of culture. <laughs> People got mad at me because I said uh, <laughs> I mentioned this on the last podcast. There's a uh, this guy Brian Ortega mm. slapped uh, Jay Park in the face. He was a UFC UFC fighter. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Right? I remember seeing about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This podcast where I was like, I wonder what the fuck he said to him, right? And they're like, he didn't say. How could you do that? How could you say? I'm like, I'm saying hypothetical. I'm not saying he did. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying that you know, usually when somebody gets slapped, yeah. they probably said some shit. Uh, it, you know what the whole thing was about, right? It was about Korean zombie. Yeah, it was like the translation or some shit. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know Basically, he was Jay Park being a fan of uh, Korean Zombie, who like kind of became his unofficial translator. What a weird, yeah, what a right? Weird segue. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know how that happened, but so he was translating for the dude, and uh, I guess Korean Zombie was kind of like talking shit, and then so Jay Park translated that, hmm. and Brian Ortega took offense to it. As if like Jay Park said it himself, mm. as like yo, next time I see you, you know, it's like we're gonna have problems. Like, yeah, it's like why, why fucking shoot the messenger? The, the I, I forgot what the fighter. specificity was, but I heard like originally, uh, Chan Sun Jung did, wasn't really talking that much shit, and uh -huh. then he thought that Jay Park embellished it in uh, English, he, which he didn't. I guess it was like pretty straightforward yeah, in the translation. Yeah, and then he then he slapped him or some shit. But I guess like he said that they kind of squashed it off or whatever, and then he did another translation where mm -hmm. he was talking shit. But it's literally Jay Park just translating what he no, said. I know it's like, dude, come on, man. The dude is he's not a fucking fighter. You're a trained fighter, right? Yeah. Your hands are considered lethal weapons, right? Like, what are you doing slapping a civilian? Like, I'll tell you something, though. Even if I was a lethal fighter, if you're talking shit, I'll still slap you. <laughs> I, I don't care. I don't care. I'm I'll slap you. these weapons to work. And then when your pregnant wife gives birth to your child, I'll slap that child out the womb. <laughs> oh I don't give a fuck. Just bah, 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 bah. slap that shit back into the vagina. That's right, dude. I'll take the fucking umbilical cord and start choking your little fucking fetus <laughs> oh child right God. there just to teach you a lesson. Your daddy talks a lot of shit. Learn from this. <laughs> yeah, I... Fuck that, dude. Kim Jong Il, right? I know, here. dude. I'm ready, dude. I'm fucking Punish ready. his whole fucking bloodline. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shit. Well, hey, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Uh, we talked a little bit about Ahmad Arbery. Rest in peace. Uh, hope his family finds peace with all that other stuff. Kind of sat on that for a little bit. Yeah. We went over uh, other bullshit, too. Everybody's listening to you, by the way. Amazon is listening right now. <laughs> Whatever you say to Amazon, they're going to fucking put that shit hey. out, and you're going to buy a Serbian knife like no, I'm about to do No, for sure. Tonight. If you guys are watching this, just look a little bit into, like, Amazon and TikTok. What type of data they're they're collecting on you i'm not saying stop using it i mean I, i'm still an amazon prime member but at least just be aware of it you know what i mean yeah where can they find you you can find me on instagram edtube edtwo that's right well you guys you can catch us all on spotify and stitcher and everything else and uh spotify stitcher itunes all that other stuff and i will see you all next time peace bitches <laughs>